0: Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has risen no one greater than John the Baptist, yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. We have been hearing a wound-up preacher for the past two weeks. Not here at the Advent, but the sound last week was from the wilderness, and this week the sound is from somewhere in Judea. The preacher is John the Baptist. The Baptist has let us us have it last Sunday with the call to repentance as a preparation for the coming judgment. We heard the forceful truth from a fully inclusive sermon. John was preaching to everyone, the people of Israel, the unbelievers, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees. Repent, he said, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. They all needed the call to repentance. Today, John is not preaching about a future kingdom. John today is now in prison and asking the hard question of whether or not Jesus is the one ushering in the kingdom. Are you he who is to come, or shall we look for another? Repentance for the future judgment to enter the kingdom, and anticipation and wonder whether or not Jesus is the king for the coming kingdom, both of those scenes from John the Baptist's life really make us look Forward. They are a progressive movement. And the progress is to the kingdom. Whether it's getting into the kingdom by way of repentance or looking for the king who is supposed to be over the kingdom, there is progress in each of those to a goal. I baptize you with water for repentance, he preached. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. You need to look forward. There is a definite improvement and progression in the life of the follower of Christ. It starts with repentance that John preached and continues and progresses with the following of Jesus Christ. This progress is nothing new. It fits the pattern we find with how God has dealt with humanity. We see it all through the Old Testament, right up through the final prophet, John the Baptist. That pattern of how God has revealed himself and how he brings sinful man back to himself through the nation of Israel, might be described as preparation and then completion. The pattern happens over and over. Look at God's dealings with Israel. Israel was in slavery in Egypt under the oppression and domination of Pharaoh. That was a preparation for the escape to freedom and new life that they would have when they came through the Red Sea. Later on, Israel wanted a king, and Israel longed for the correct, the right king. Well, God prepared the way for them to have their king, their greatest king, David. But before they were given King David, there was a period of preparation in Israel, because Israel led, was led first by judges, and then the kingship. For Jesus to come to the people of Israel, and indeed to the whole world, there had to be a period of preparation that included repentance. That's John the Baptist. It seems in God's love of mankind, things are prepared and then brought to completion. John is fully aware of this. The prophets before him were fully aware of this because hear what the prophet Isaiah says in his call to Zion. See if you can't hear a preparation and then the joy that comes at the end. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away you see the progression once again. The pattern is there in the Old Testament. It's there with John the Baptist. John prepares. Jesus completes. The whole point is to know when the kingdom has come, to get into the kingdom, and to live under the king in his kingship. Now one of the most curious vo- verses in the gospel for me is reading is in the reading from today and it's straight from Jesus in answering John's question of whether or not Jesus is the Messiah Jesus first praises John the Baptist and then he says this Truly I truly I say to you among those born of women there has risen no greater than John the Baptist Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. What's Jesus thinking? Is Jesus talking about John the Baptist, or is he talking about himself? Among those born of women, there has risen no one greater than John the Baptist. Well, wait a minute, Jesus. You were born of a woman. Are you saying that there's no one greater in the kingdom than John the Baptist, because it should be you, Jesus. It would read this way. Yet John, who is least in the kingdom of heaven, is greater than Jesus. That can't be right. Jesus, are you talking about John the Baptist? Because it would read this way. Yet Jesus, who is least in the kingdom of heaven, is greater than John. The problem is that John died before the dispensation of the Holy Ghost on the church. The benefits of inheriting the kingdom, even though John is greatest of all the prophets, may not be bestowed on John. It's not, doesn't mean that John is not part of the kingdom, but his status, his nearness to God, they're not the same. There are two different interpretations here. Which one do we choose? In the end of the day, neither interpretation matters because the point of the passage is what really matters is getting to the kingdom. The only way to make sense of this is to place the kingdom and our presence in it as the ultimate in importance. The goodness and perfection to which we must aspire will only come in the kingdom. This kingdom that is so all-important is in heaven. The kingdom that's so all-important is here in the world by the presence of the Holy Ghost. And the kingdom that's so all-important needs to be built in us. Christ is currently reigning in heaven as king. We know that. And we are finally to be there worshiping, adoring, and loving him As his loyal subjects. We should long to be there. That's the place to which we progress, so we know our goal. It's from that kingdom that we pray for Christ to come again. We are reminded of this and prepared for it in Advent, not only in these four weeks before Christmas, but through our whole Christian lives as well. There's also, as we have found from Jesus' teaching to John the Baptist, the real presence of the kingdom here in the world. Right now, John asks Jesus, Are you he who is to come, or shall we look for another? Jesus' answer is to give all the ways and signs that reveal the presence of the kingdom. Go and tell John what you see and hear. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have the good news preached to them, and blessed is he who takes no offense at me. The kingdom is certainly present when Jesus is present. What else do we need to see? But we've got the witness of Holy Scripture and the signs and the wonders shown by Jesus, the Son of God, to know that this is certain. So there's the good news about the kingdom. He's reigning in heaven in that kingdom. He's here by his presence and generates the kingdom here. I'm always reminded of this when I hear the words of John the Baptist again, not from today's presentation of the gospel, but the gospel according to St. John. It is there we will see John point beyond himself to Jesus. Just as Jesus is beginning his earthly ministry, John the Baptist makes a witness to Jesus. The next day, John saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. These are the words with which the priest presents the body and blood of Christ to us at each mass he'll hold up the chalice with the precious blood and the host with the precious body of jesus and show us the presence of jesus and when it's there there is the presence of the kingdom not in the way it's present in heaven not in the way it will be present at the end of time but the way it is present right now for us and for our salvation The kingdom can be present yet another way. It's present in us and with us by virtue of our baptism. It's there in our hearts and our souls that the kingdom also needs to be established and built. Remember, there is progress and completion for the Christian in the pattern of the way that God loves us. We are to spend this Advent season and this part of our lives here in the world as a kind of advent. Let us use this season of our lives in repentance and in forgiveness, in moving closer and closer to Jesus, because that will build the kingdom inside of us. Then when he comes from his kingly throne, in the twinkling of an eye or at the great last day, we will be his We will not need to ask, like John the Baptist, are you he who is to come, or shall we look for another? He will know us, and we will be his. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.